self-care has become such an important part of youth culture in society today, and there's no doubt about it. Um, with the rise of social media came the fall of mental health. With that came the rise of mental health awareness. With that came the rise of self-care. But is there a point where we are taking self-care and the self-care culture too far? Um, hi, I'm Matthew. I'm a Gen Z podcaster and content creator, and I focus on society, culture, social media, and what really goes on in this world. That was my professional like intro that I use for all my short form videos, but hopefully you enjoyed that. Hopefully that was like professional and you're like, wow, I really want to listen to this episode because you know what you're going to do? Sit down and listen to this episode, okay? Because it took me a long time to make this, a long time to record this, and I've been thinking about this topic for forever, and I'm just now making it. So if anybody made this idea or has made a podcast episode about it, or like if Emma Chamberlain made something about this, it was my idea first, okay? And it's always going to be my idea. So let's get into it. So first, let's just talk about common self-care practices today that we use, okay? To really, really hit this idea home, these, like, this isn't even going to be from my mind. This, like, all of the information from this section is all going to be taken from one article to show you what the true self-care scene looks like today, just in general. Um, Granted, it didn't really change, but I guess evolve is a better word when you're talking about the evolution of self-care. And it's been obviously amplified. Am, am, it's obviously been amplified. Am, am, wait, why? Amplified a lot more, okay? So this is from Better Up. It's 50 plus self-care practices to take better care of yourself by Aliyah Cooks Campbell. Okay. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, they, Man, they, dang, dang. Okay, let's see. Get a hug. Give a hug. Accept an offer to help. Write it down. Journaling is can be very therapeutic. Give yourself an extra five minutes between meetings. Water your plants. Simplify your choices. Enjoy being still. Treat yourself. Pay yourself first. Do a mini detox. Make a list of all the things that make you happy. Call a friend. Take a walk. Take a shower. Take a power nap. Read a book for fun. Curate your social media. Cross something off your list. Move your body. Take a small step towards doing something you really don't want to do. Go to therapy. Oh, there's an app. Sorry. Go to bed earlier. Become an expert on you. Up-level your appearance. Go to a fitness class. Clean up. Pick up something you used to love again. Have an at-home spa day. Play sport. Take a mental health day. Feeling drained? Don't wait for vacation or the flu to come around before you take a day off to yourself do some inner work give back you get the point okay that's kind of what the self-care scene looks like today um yeah so it's a lot of like to just so it relates to this episode it's a lot of like taking time for yourself taking care of yourself um you know taking days off for yourself etc right so now let's talk about the entire like bad side of it all and this is where everybody's gonna get a little mad but everybody knows i'm a little bit right just a little bit so this is the idea that kind of made me make this entire episode but i was thinking about it and does self-care equal self-control okay this is a completely separate idea than what we talked about before but before even having to take baths you know to detox um journaling to get your ideas off whatever like 
in order to enhance your self-care, does self-care equal self-control? I obviously believe that self-care practices can help you immensely, but sometimes something happens to you in order for you to actively seek out self-care regimens. Like, for example, you can... This might be a bad example for some, I'm sorry. You could choose to go out drinking on a Tuesday night, then feel horrible at work the next day, and then you have a headache all day, and then you go home and take a bath and journal and whatever. But what I'm saying is, like, if you controlled yourself in the beginning and you skipped out on drinking or you drank less, it wouldn't be a problem if you would have to deal with later. You know what I mean? No, I am not denouncing self-care. But I feel like just self-care and kind of like rebuilding yourself back up and giving yourself energy back, whatever, that's not the solution to every case. You know what I mean? You can't just turn to fixing yourself after you breaking yourself. I feel like it's just the ability to control your behavior that can help you so much more and will be so much more sustainable in the long run, if that makes sense. To put it into like better context, instead of having to fix yourself after the fact, you can control yourself before the fact and not have to indulge in self-care later, okay? Another example that's a, like a little bit different, maybe you didn't want to finish your homework one night because you were tired, so you went to bed. That's, you know, that that's an act of self-care, right? You're tired, you're going to go to bed, you're prioritizing your sleep over your homework. The next day, the homework is put in as a missing assignment, so you stay up late that night in order to finish your homework that you didn't do last night, you know what I mean? Like, that could have been a bad example because it could have went either way and, you know, they would both have the same effect, if that makes sense. But if you realize, like, I know I'm tired, but I have to get this done so I don't have to worry about it tomorrow or the next day, it wouldn't have come back to bite you, right? But in general, what I'm saying is, like, self-care equals self-control or, like, self-control comes before self-care. I feel like the big difference is that self-care helps you momentarily, but, like, it doesn't change you, you know what I mean? Like, Having control or discipline um, of yourself and building that up over time, like, that will actually, like, change you over time instead of just help you, you know? But, yes, both self-care and self-control, they're both equally important. And I'm not saying this because I've, like, mastered the ways. You don't, like, you literally don't have to listen to what I say, but I'm just sharing what I think about, okay? That's what perspective is about, okay? Um, But, yeah. Let's talk about an example of self-care that was taken too far, which really made me like go like, wow. And I still think about this to this day. And I just, I, I don't know. This standalone thing compelled me to make this entire episode a long, long, long time ago. Like I'm talking months ago. I just never did it, but it's fine. I was watching like a podcast clip, right? And these two girls, the host and the guest, they were talking about dating, right? While they were talking about dating, I think it was the guest, but she brought up the fact like, oh, I went on a first date with the guy and, you know, we were having fun. It was chill. Um, and then she was like, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. This is, it's so petty to think about it, but she was like, we were at dinner and then this guy we were sitting, he was, she was like, we were sitting outside, it was such a nice day, it was summer, and this guy orders soup, and she's like, so, like, she's visibly disgusted by it, she's like, he orders soup in the middle of summer 
outside, like while we're sitting outside. She was like, that gave me such an ick. Like I could like it was very disturbing. Like I had to get up and go to the bathroom and I came back and I was still disgusted. And she said, I left for my self-care. She said, this isn't going to work. She said in the podcast, like she said, this isn't going to work. I have to like I have to go. This isn't going to listen like but you and me, it's not going to be a thing. You just gave me the ick, whatever. She basically she was like, if you're not worth my time, I'll cut you off like it's over. And she said she left mid date. Okay, I feel like and she said she did it out of self-care. I feel like that's just a plain disrespectful and a horrible excuse to say self-care is the reason you have to go. Right. I've thought about this topic ever since like this was months ago and I wish I could find the clip because that was insane. Leaving for your for your self-care like. You, uh, I feel like, especially when it comes to other people, you agree to be somewhere at a certain time, and you're going to stay there the entire time, unless something's, like, weird, right? But ordering soup, if I feel like, like, me personally, if I feel like I like having a certain food, I will eat the certain food, right? I'm lack- If I'm lactose and I really want a grilled cheese, I will eat a grilled cheese, like, know what I mean? Anyway, another idea I was thinking of was, the mental health excuse, especially because Gen Z is starting to get into the workplace a lot more. And with that, um, employers are getting mad because Gen Z have been doing stuff that they don't really like because it's not very hustly culturally of them, hustle culture of them. But psychology today says using one's mental health as a standalone reason for negative behaviors can sometimes be a form of psychological avoidance. Taking responsibility for your mental health means looking beyond immediate distressing situations to broader psychological origins and roots, okay? But along with that, I just wanted to add, like, Gen Z in the workplace have implemented things like bare minimum Mondays, which is, like, they do the bare minimum on Monday so they can curb Sunday scaries. Um, They're disengaging at work. They take mental health days. I think they have, like, the highest rate of taking mental health days than any other generation. But you know, etc. It's important to like introduce the fact that mental health does affect a lot of people, especially in professional workplaces. But I feel like the mental health excuse can just be so, so petty. Like people with real mental illnesses use these reasons to get out of work because like they need to. But just because it's so normalized and everybody's like, oh, for my mental health. Oh, for my mental health. Or like, I'm not saying hustle culture is good, but I'm not saying using mental health as an excuse to get off whatever is good as well. Um, and like I said, I feel like a lot of people are going to be mad about me for whatever I'm saying, but they also know I'm, I'm you know, just a, just a little bit true. I'm a little bit right. And I'm not saying like I've mastered it, like I have never had to take a day off because like my mind could handle it i had never you know nothing's ever wrong with me i never had to do self-care whatever no i'm just saying you know this is starting to look bad because it's basically it's sounding like i'm giving you advice that i'm not taking but these are more like just thoughts okay and you're receiving them you can do whatever you want with these you can mute me um you can silence me you can turn me off um you know, you know, 
But that's really all I have to say today. I just wanted to get this episode done because I know, no, no, I would never have done this episode if I didn't have something to, like, push me. But, yeah. Anyways, that's it. Um, I'm sure I've talked about mental health more on this before. Oh, um, this was an episode in January 2023, but it was about, like, um, self-care there, like there being a standard for self-care like um that like the quote-unquote that girl aesthetic i've talked about that so if you're interested in this topic a lot more stream that one okay that's it that's all goodbye